0: is voting for jack because he's got what all the rest lack everyone wants to back jack jack is
1: on the right track because he's got
2: hey guys welcome back to the kennedy dynasty podcast i'm your host allison and i hope you are having a great week i've got a pretty interesting episode for today but before we get started let's do the question segment
1: therefore an answer to your question
2: Okay, I get this question all the time. Probably got it 17 times this week. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to answer it here. It is, what is your favorite Kennedy movie? So I obviously have a lot of favorite documentaries, which I've talked about before. My favorite was CNN's um, Kennedy, American Dynasty, The Kennedys. Is that what it was? Yeah, American Dynasty is The Kennedys. It's like a six-parter, I think, and it is so well put together. That's by far my favorite documentary type. Thing. But my favorite Kennedy-based movie, ooh, it's tough because there's a few that I really like, but I'm I, it's got to be Jackie with Natalie Portman. I mean, that movie is just incredible, and honestly, it's my go-to. If Jeff's ever like gone, that's my nighttime like grab a glass of wine, watch that movie. It gets so sad and depressing, but so well put together, and it's by far my favorite Kennedy movie. And she's amazing. She should have won the Oscar for it, honestly, in my opinion. But you know. I don't, I don't give the awards. Okay, so moving on to our topic, I have gotten the request a few times to do a podcast about Ron Galella. If you don't know who that is, which I'm pretty sure most of us are pretty familiar with who he is, but if you're not, he was a paparazzi that followed around Jackie for a decade and pretty much terrorized her that entire time. So I'm going to chat about him and a little bit more about the Kennedys and the paparazzi, and I'm going to focus totally on Jackie and her kids. Uh, If I branched out to everybody, you know, you know the story with that. It's a a lot. And honestly, Jackie and her kids were the most terrorized by far of the Kennedys, especially over a long period of time. So Jackie, as we know, very private person. Didn't want her kids really in the spotlight. Tried to keep things as, quote-unquote, normal as possible for their situation. She was very shy in front of the cameras always, very reserved. You know, that just was her personality. It just wasn't her thing. But obviously, she got thrust into the world of the media and all that kind of stuff anyway. So, fast forward past her being first lady to... Her being kind of Jackie O, living in New York, that whole situation. There's this guy who, his name, like I said before, was Ron Goella And he was a paparazzi kind of to the stars. Like, he followed a lot of different people around. And, I mean, that was how he made his money. But he was really obsessed with Jackie. Kind of creepy, honestly. Here's a quote from Town and Country. It says, "Galella has referred to Jackie as my girlfriend in a way, and still maintains that despite taking him to court twice, Jackie secretly enjoyed the attention. He describes in breathless terms one of the few times she addressed him directly. He said, She came out of the 21 Club with Ari Onassis and she approached me, grabbed my wrist, pushed my elbow against a limousine, and said, You've been hunting me for three months now, in a whispered voice. Yes, I was shocked that she said that, and she looked angry. Galela continues, I believe she liked to be pursued. She'd go to Jersey for these hunts with the foxes and the horses, and she felt that I had pursued her like I hunted her. The press got it wrong. She liked being pursued. That is so creepy. <laughs> anyway, but the dude followed her around like crazy, took a picture. I mean, literally terrorized, like I said. Now I'm gonna insert a clip here of him talking about the most famous photo he ever took of her. I actually have a painting of this photo in my house, it is very beautiful. I don't love Rangelella, but love this painting of her. And the name of it is Windblown Jackie.
1: And there comes Jackie out of a side door, walking toward Madison Avenue, not seeing us. And then she turned north on Madison. When I got to the corner, I made a good decision. Not running after her, because she would put on my glasses and I would not get a great shot. So I didn't want to risk it. So I hopped a cab. Both of us got in the taxi. Went up, I caught up to her between 89th and 90th Street. I'd go around the window in the rear and I shot two profiles of her walking, but she did not hear the clicks of the camera because there was a lot of traffic. 87, this was 4.30 in the afternoon and the lighting was beautiful, soft light in Manhattan. And then the driver of the taxi was interested in Jackie and he blew his horn. I didn't tell him to blow the horn, this was luck. And Jackie turned at the corner of 90th, spontaneously, after hearing the honk of the horn. And she didn't recognize me because I had the camera to my face. And I got the shot of the Mona Lisa shot, the smile in her eyes and lips. The beginning of the smile, that's Da Vinci's Mona Lisa. The beginning is always the best, not the teach showing too late.
2: Okay, so yeah, he was, you can tell just by listening to that, he was obviously very fascinated with her. According to the Washington Post, Mr. Galella set off flashbulbs inches from her face and directly against the window of her car. He would jostle her and hit her with his camera strap to provoke reaction. He circled her in a powerboat while she was swimming. He even hired someone disguised as Santa Claus to grab her and hug her while he snapped away. He bribed doormen and hairdressers and even romanced a member of Miss Onassis' personal staff to obtain information about her private life. That is talked about in Jackie's Girl by Kathy McKeon. I I may have pronounced that wrong. I'm not sure. She talks about in that book how one of Jackie's staff basically... Was in a relationship with Ron solely so that the girl would give him information about when she was coming and going out of her house, what she was going to do, all kinds of stuff like that. So crazy. Okay, so it didn't just stop with Jackie, though. It got worse. He would even go after John and Caroline, too. He would invade their schools, interrupt their student performances. So he was really just frightening and embarrassing to them. He jumped from behind a bush into a bike path causing JFK Jr. to break sharply and almost fall. And I believe it was during that same incident that Jackie told the Secret Service to go get Rongalella and smash his camera. I don't think they actually smashed his camera, but they did arrest him at some point. And then he like sued her and they countersued and all that, but I'll get to that in just a minute. He also disrupted Caroline's tennis lesson by entering the court and dancing around her, snapping pictures of her as she tried to hit the ball. He made her cry and he kept clicking his camera and shouting, don't be nervous, honey. So he was really way too much way invasive kind of creepy like did not leave them alone it was a problem they ended up having to go to court twice for it jackie testified that galella was ruining her life and this constant presence lurking outside her fifth avenue apartment and following her as far as Greece meant she had no peace she had no peace of mind she was always under surveillance and imprisoned in her house those are her words so, like I said, it was a big back and forth as far as courts go and whatnot. Um, in all, the trial judge cited dozens of separate instances of this kind of behavior and granted Miss Onassis a permanent injunction. His order forbade Mr. Galella to come within 75 yards of the children or within 50 yards of Miss Onassis. And the order was later modified by an appeals court to 30 feet to 25 feet, respectively. So after a while, Galella ended up finally just stopping in 1981. And it's not because he got bored or tired of following her. It's because a judge basically threatened to throw him in jail if he didn't stop. So... Finally, his harassment ended, but the whole story is really sad. I mean, I know paparazzi are a big thing, and they say, that's what you sign up for and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, this guy stalked her. Like, she couldn't even leave her house without him being in her face, and her, she had to worry about her children around him. He clearly was kind of reckless, so that is the saga of Ron Galella, and it's really sad the way that he treated Jackie and her children. But I don't want the podcast to just end there, because I kind of want to talk about JFK Jr. and Carolyn and their... Relationship with the paparazzi as well. Now Caroline has always been fairly private. Of course, she was followed different times and for different things. And you know, I mean, she's a Kennedy. You can't kind of can't get around it. As as are a lot of the cousins and things like that. Especially when they have trials and different instances in their lives. You know, Caroline, even I think I mentioned last week, her. I mean, her wedding was covered with so many reporters. They had to shush them to even go in the church and start a wedding. I mean, it's just kind of part of being a Kennedy. But John Jr. kind of welcomed the attention. He grew up with it from the moment he was born. He was a magnet for publicity. So he he liked it. He liked the attention. He was in every magazine in the 90s. I mean, was just so stinking popular. Sometimes it did overwhelm him though. Sometimes it was a little too much. I'm gonna play you a clip of him defending Carolyn.
0: But when it came to protecting Carolyn herself, John was Come on, fierce. John. Oh. Oh. Do that.
2: You don't come up to my girlfriend when she's on the beach alone. So it seems to me, in looking up some information for this podcast, that it was really when Carolyn came around and he had such a deep love and care for her. And she was so sensitive and shy away from the cameras, much like Jackie was in that way. She wasn't prepared for that. You know, if anything, Jackie was more prepared than Carolyn was. Carolyn was just. A semi-ordinary girl that got thrust into this life. And so he became very protective over her and wanted to keep her as shielded from the cameras as as he could. But obviously that proved to be nearly impossible. And Carolyn was really fearful, especially after Princess Diana's death. Some of her friends said that Carolyn was terrified that the paparazzi would end up causing her own or be dangerous for her and John. And it was even awkward at times because they couldn't even have a fight the last thing you want to do is have a blowout with your girlfriend in public. But that is exactly what happened between John and his girlfriend, Carolyn Bessette. As you're about to see, there was lots of shoving and shouting. And then here is the clip I believe I put in an earlier episode where I talked about just JFK Jr. and Carolyn and their relationship, but of him begging basically the paparazzi to let her have some space. But as we know, they never let her have any space.
0: He's now trying to run interference for his new bride.
2: So, I just asked um, any you know
0: privacy and, Guys, uh, back the room you can give her she makes an
2: adjustment I tried to find this one clip too. I've only been able to find it once, and I cannot find it. If anybody has seen it, please send it to me because I, for some reason, I just can't can't locate it again. But there's only, really one video that I've ever personally heard of her speaking. And it was her crossing the road and it's her telling the paparazzi to leave her alone or to back up or something like that. And it's really, like I said, the only time I ever think I've heard Carolyn's voice at all. So paparazzi in their relationship was a huge, huge issue. Now, I understand they say that it comes with fame and it is what it is, but all of these interactions and the things you hear and the lack of privacy, I mean, They're human beings being followed, and honestly, it just makes me question, how is this not an issue for people not to even be able to get to their car or to, I mean, if they're super famous, they can't even breathe without somebody being right down their neck trying to take their picture all the time. So, and just, I I can't imagine that life, and I promise you, it is not for me. (laughs) So anyway, that's the episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I obviously didn't include every single crazy paparazzi story possible, but I wanted to hit the highlights of what I found interesting and just kind of talk about this crazy facet of fame. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Kennedy Dynasty. Make sure you're following my Facebook page, Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. Also, if you like this podcast, and only if you like it, (laughs) please rate and review and make sure you're subscribed. Anytime you write a review for me, it really, really, really helps me out. But tapping that five stars also helps a lot too. So I would really really appreciate it if you take a second and do those for me if you like it. Also, I want to remind you guys, I am still fairly new at this. I am doing it all by myself. I research everything, I record everything, I edit everything, I make all the graphics, I do everything by myself right now. So just wanted to give you guys that little reminder that I'm still new to podcasting and please try to remember that. Don't give me too much hate when things maybe don't sound just perfect or when I didn't include a story that you really wanted me to include or something. I do my best to include everything I can and I really appreciate all the encouragement and you guys listening every week and just your patience with me as I learn this process and your constant support. I really, really, really appreciate it, you guys. So that's all I have to say, and I will talk to you guys next week.